Welcome to In Real Time, where we as Heights Church are inviting you in for real conversations about leading people, organizations, and change in the new normal. We're hoping that our real discussions about our church's journey will help you as you reimagine and rebuild yours. Hello, Pastor Craig here, and you're in real time as we're having real conversations about leading people, organizations, and change. And I'm joined by two of my teammates, co-hosts today, so why don't you two introduce yourselves? I'm Jennifer Alessio, and I serve as the children's pastor here at Heights Church. Great. Yes, you do. And I'm Justin Orr. I am our life group's pastor and our young adults. I can confirm that as well. Well, that's good. Both of you are amazing leaders, and I'm really excited to have you here here on this episode where we're talking about a very important topic. What is that? It's a question, I believe. Today we're going to be asking, do you know where you are? That is an important question. It is. Yes. Question I ask all the time. Yeah. And it's uh, obviously it's an important question because when you walk into any large amusement park, mall, there is a big map that will say you are here. That's right. You need to understand where you're at so that you can get to where you want to go? It's a great question, really. Um, I think about it in reference to a journey as well. I love to go trail hike, and uh, you know, there's different stages of the hike that you're on. Mm -hmm. And you need to know where you're at so that you are prepared for that part of it. Mm -hmm. Whether you're still in the parking lot and loading your bag, deciding what you're gonna take, what you're gonna leave, Are you in the beginning? Are you going up, ascending? Are you at the top? Uh, Are you coming back down? And when is lunchtime? That's always in a very important (laughs) part of the hike. Yes, absolutely. Did you bring snacks? They all call for something a little different. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, yeah, so that's a little bit of a little bit of illustration that hopefully helps us because, well, we're always needed to understand the stage that we're at. Mm -hmm. So uh, if we don't know, we're operating in confusion. Now, I know the last two and a half, we're almost coming up on three years. We can't say three years yet, but we're getting close. Two and a half years has been absolute confusing, and we've operated in confusion at times, yeah? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Anybody been confused in the last two and a half years? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, all right. Without a doubt. Yeah, for sure. So we want to talk a little bit about uh, our journey today of understanding where we are, and we're still even now, currently asking this same question. We're, we're having the conversations right now as a staff team. But let's talk a little bit about how this has come to light in the last two and a half years and then how it's helping us as we're moving forward as well. What is the goal that we're looking for here? Good. Jennifer. Good. <laughs> Jennifer, you're like, wait, wait, am I supposed to answer that or is this Justin? Is it me or is it Justin? Yeah, yeah. So for me, it's always what's most important? Where are mm-hmm. we at? What's going to help move the mission forward? Yeah. And that changes. Thinking yeah. back where we started um, two and a half years ago, and we decided on a Thursday at the beginning of the day that we were going to pare down our activities. We weren't going to have life groups. Mm-hmm. We weren't going to have students. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly by the end of the day, we're not going to have church on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, what do we do now? Yeah. The and pandemic I'm th- was nuts. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So then I'm thinking to myself, how do I continue to pr- provide ministry mm-hmm. to children? Yeah. 
how do I continue to equip their parents? Right. And so out of that, we brought about the Heights Kids Show, which was really successful and mm-hmm. a ton of fun to do. We did a, um, a weekly Zoom for mm-hmm. elementary age kids where we got them together. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun. And they oh, still yeah. had community and the newsletter, you know. Yeah. So but that all came about because I we had to ask what would be most effective with the yeah. tools that we have now. Yeah, that's good. It's good. And I, th- I think if I could sum it up in one word, it would be clarity. Without exactly. Me. We want to get to clarity so that yeah. you know that those things are the right things mm-hmm. around that mission that we were talking about. That's good. Yeah. yeah. So as we're talking about this idea of getting to clarity, making sure we're focused on the mission and we're moving forward with the right things, there's uh, there's this uh, idea of clarity that I just want to stop here for a moment mm. and ask the two of you, because I think when we're one of the things that I really like about this podcast is that we get to talk about perspectives, and I think it's important that uh, that that the three sixty view of topics and what we're all working on as a team that we get to see it from a three sixty view. So there's a senior leader view, and mm-hmm. then there's a staff person view, and those are both important, but they're not always exactly the same. Oh, no. And so it needs to yeah. be clarified, right. uh, you know, what are we thinking mm-hmm. and what's going on? So talk to me about clarity and the role of clarity um, on as a staff. As a staff, how does it work I, for you? I think there's, there's an important distinction you need to make, too. There's a difference between uncertainty mm-hmm. and clarity. Mm-hmm. Because the reality is we always have some level of uncertainty with whatever we're dealing with, right? I mean, because yeah, that's just point. how life functions. Yeah. That we can make plans, we can have goals, we can do these things, but we don't know what's going to happen from point A to B all the time. Right. And I think the pandemic was a beautiful example of that. You just said it. Thursday morning, we think, okay, we're just paring down mm-hmm. these different activities. By we went to lunch, came back by the end of lunch. Hey, services are canceled. Like it just so uncertainty yeah. happened in the midst of that. And so the difference between the two absolutely matters because I think having clarity actually, even though there's uncertainty in the midst of it, yeah, it provides direction in the unknown. Yeah. So yeah. It, it it honestly it, it brings comfort. It um, does. It really does. It brings, it brings comfort, comfort. Yeah. And, and peace. peace. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and just okay, I understand how to explain the why to somebody, or I can explain what's going, not necessarily the what's going on, but why we're making the decisions that we're making. Yeah. Um, And we, one of the things that I love is we have a culture of clarity around here um, because we can ask questions. Yeah. So for me, it was never felt like I couldn't come to my senior leader and go, Hey, uh, what, what are we doing? Like, I don't understand why this decision is being made. Can Mm -hmm. you help me? Can you help me? Mm Mm-hmm. Because it was always about clarity or curiosity, which are really married together. They're they not really are. separated. Yeah, no. Um, They're good. They're both really good. Right. And so uh, for me, that that was a big piece of it is that I could always talk to my teammates or you know the rest of you guys and say, why are we doing this? What's mm-hmm. the point of this? But then ultimately get on the same page with you and say, okay, we're a united front. Yeah. Whether I agreed or disagreed. Yeah. And that was that was the beauty of, of clarity is at least I knew what our direction was. Yeah. So. And I think when it comes to, well, the, I think the last two and a half years have been a great example. And even still today, mm-hmm. the idea of clarity, what are we doing mm. and why are we doing it? Yeah. Uh, those are valid questions, and uh, we started off asking that. Are we clear about what we're doing and not doing? Mm-hmm. Yes, we are not meeting this coming weekend. <laughs> we are clear on that now. Right. 
Uh, but we weren't clear on when we would again. Right. But then we had to get to clarity as to, okay, if we're not going to meet, then what are we going to do to still communicate and to be a church? Mm-hmm. And then we started looking for those options. So, um, but I love that, I, 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 this idea of clarity, because I know for me as a senior leader that the I want my team to be clear about what we're doing mm-hmm. so that we can do it together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that you guys gave me a lot of grace because I was not clear throughout this whole pandemic at every point of the way by any means. There was a lot of confusion. There was uncertainty, as you just brought up. But we were clear about a few things that allowed us to take steps Mm -hmm. forward. And I think that's the most important thing here that we could just say right off the bat is that you won't be clear about all of it, Mm -mm. but are you clear enough to take a step forward or to take a step back? Mm Because that is really what's needed right now. You don't want to misstep. I get it. But what do we know? So let's walk through this process a little bit. Of it. You were going to say something, and I want well, to. Walk I was through just thinking process. about your analogy of the trail. Like you know, it's you get off the trail because you find a, a deer trail in the midst of it. Mm-hmm. You you realize you're out in the middle of the hill, going, "Wait a minute, the trail's back that way." Yeah, I need to backtrack a bit. Yeah, that, it just happens when you're out there it in does. the world, and so it happens in this process as well. Is it really does? You sometimes need to go. This is not what we're supposed to do. We need to go back yeah. or. We need to move forward. This is not the place that we're supposed to stay. Yep. So. Yep. But that's why we need to know what our priorities are. Exactly. If yeah. you know what your priorities are, you know mm-hmm. what your resources are, you can make a good decision. Yeah. Yeah. And the decision, the priority is not to chase deer trails. No. Exactly. Yeah. It's to stay on the trail because we need to get there. Okay. Uh, there's a four-step process, really. It's pretty simple. And there's a lot of ways you could describe this. Um, I think around here, we just kind of talk about it like this. First of all, you want to evaluate at any given point. It's a good thing to evaluate what are your options, Mm -hmm. what resources do you have, and who are the people that are with you? Mm -hmm. Now, that's, that's been a really important question the last two and a half years. Who's with you? Because not everybody who was in that initial crowd is still with us today. So I think um, even as we came back, we were still having to ask the question of who's with you. Even even up until just a few weeks ago, I felt like we were still asking that question. I do think we're on the other side of that at this point, but it has taken me two and a half years before I could say for sure I, I know who's with us. But that idea of evaluating, we'll come back to that. Uh, the other part is equipping and preparing, because once we've evaluated where we're at, we've assessed the situation, all of our resources, we need to equip our people, we need to equip our staffs, and then prepare them for the next leg of the journey. What's mm-hmm. coming? We need to make sure we're ready for it, mm-hmm. but we got to have clarity. Do we all understand we only have this amount of cash on hand. This is all we have. These are the only, we don't do four services anymore. We do two. Mm-hmm. All right. So that means there's a whole nother evaluation for how we used to do what we did with four services. Now how are we going to accomplish the same thing in two. And so that's, that's one thing. Breaking camp. That's just about clarity of direction. Mm-hmm. Where are we going to go? Are we all on board with that? And there's a lot of directions to go in. And then I think the last part is just the journey. We all got to just start making progress. But once you start making progress, you can then reevaluate and decide if this is still the right direction. Are the resources still the same? Or are we using more than we thought we were going to? 
And so I think that idea of evaluating, really important, equipping and preparing our people, that's not something we always do well with, but it's something that's critically important. Um, and then, uh, and I say we, I'm, I'm really meaning the American church. I mean, we really try to dig into that, but, you know, we're not perfect by any means. Um, and then I think, you know, the idea of breaking camp, going the right direction, having clarity, and then the journey. But I think one of the things we were talking about just a few minutes ago is this idea of when do we know that it's time to evaluate again? How do you know it's time that wait, we need to call a pause? We need to reevaluate if this really is the same direction and right direction we're going in. What do you think? I think for me, you have to look at, am I getting the results that I expected to get? Mm, so if okay. I'm not getting the results that I expected to get, yeah. then that's going to prompt me to evaluate. Yeah. Another would be, have circumstances changed? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You know, a good example of that is having to go completely online. And then, of course, when we came back, do we continue online and in person? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's a choice we made with the church, but right. we're all in on both. We're all in on both, but yeah. in kids ministry, we just were not getting the impact with our kids show that we were with in person. Most of right. our families were all back in person. Yeah. And so I had to make a decision mm -hmm. based on resources. And right. it just didn't make sense to put the time and the money towards the show yeah. when most of our impact was really in person. Yeah. Because for a better part of the year, almost all of the impact of children really came through that kid's show. It where did. We would produce it every week. You would and your team. Mm -hmm. And then put that out there. Parents would then utilize it as a teaching tool for their kids. And it was widely used. But when we did the in-person, most of those people came. They back. did. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it just wasn't having the same impact. Fortunately, it met the need for the time. It did. Yeah. But evaluation showed us we don't need to keep doing this. And your team said, yay, because it's a huge expense of time. Yeah. We were ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's good. That's good. Uh, how else do you know it's time to stop and evaluate? Well, I think there's two things. One, we call it whitewater around here. Yeah. Uh, so it's the idea of just things are getting really turbulent. There's lots of friction, lots of problems, lots of challenges. All of a sudden, there's mm -hmm. people are asking a lot of the same questions. Well, what about this? What about this? What about this? Yeah. And it's just... It, for lack of, I mean, it just is riding the whitewater. Water. You're just yeah. bouncing, being tossed around. And yeah. It, it's a, it's a ride because mm -hmm. it feels like, okay, something needs to shift yeah. in this process, either in our, our procedures and how we're uh, addressing this. What, what is it that we need to, uh, you know, shift or fix or yeah. whatever? I mean, whitewater isn't necessarily for us something that we want. It just happens. It just happens. And so when we bring clarity, it's almost like finding the calm at the end of the whitewater where you yeah. just kind of ride out of it. And you're like, okay, now we're back to a place where there's stability. People understand there's clarity. There's, you know, so I think that for us, when we run into those mm. situations, somebody will say it and you'll go, oh yeah, that's what we're experiencing. Yeah. yeah. Like we'll be in a meeting and we're going, why is this such chaos? And somebody, like, oh, we're in whitewater right now. And we'll yeah. go, it's like all of us love and you see these light bulbs. And we, oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. We all realize that at the same time, that's where we're at. Okay, yeah. we need to bring clarity to this yeah. process or whatever right. the situation is at the moment. Yeah, there could be a problem that we need to solve. Mm -hmm. There could be a process that no longer works. Right. I mean, because that's what we had to do immediately in the last two and a half years is reevaluate re all of the processes. Are they still working? Which they didn't. No. Because everything's different now. We're remote. 
even when we came back, uh, things were so different, so limited. Mm-hmm. It's not the same process. We're not filling out the same paperwork because we can't get to it. Uh, there aren't the same resources of finances. There aren't the same volunteers to help us. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of whitewater. The processes weren't the same. So yeah, it's uh, if if when we experience that whitewater, we know we got to ask a few questions and it's usually a process that's Mm -hmm. not working anymore Mm -hmm. or it's a problem that we haven't solved and we now need to recognize it and put our, put our, uh, put our hands on that and say, we want to fix it. Yeah. I love that. Uh, also opportunities. Cause I know that there was a time when the city literally came to us during the pandemic and said, Hey, we're asking if you would cooperate with us so that we can keep our people safe for a time Mm -hmm. and that you wouldn't meet. And that's very different than, hey, you can't meet and we're going to put our strong thumb on you and squash Mm -hmm. you, which is what I was hearing from a lot of people. But that's honestly not what our city did. They were actually very nice about it. Mm -hmm. And we partnered with them. And I love that. But that question caused us to reevaluate. Now, we could have easily said, no, we're going to meet anyway. I get that. Somebody else would have made a different decision. Mm-hmm. But I think the opportunity that was created by their question was a good reason to reevaluate. And mm-hmm. we did. And we said, you know what? We think there's some, some goodwill there yeah. that, that we have an opportunity to gain, <clears throat> which has paid off in Huge. massive ways benefit. for us. Yeah. It has. Yeah. It definitely has. So I love that we were able to um, to really work through that. And I love that as a team, we we're able to talk about this idea of evaluation. Mm-hmm. So um, so when we talk about evaluation, um, I, I, we talk about the daily devos, because I know this is something we never had. We started it the literally the, the first week yeah, cool. of the pandemic. We said, hey, we want to connect with our people. What do they need right now? They need connection. And so we started putting together a daily devotional mm-hmm. and that was being put out every day since uh, we started the pandemic and mm-hmm. we're still doing it we're today. Still doing them. Is that because it's a sacred cow? No. Why are we still doing it? Well, I think that's actually, I would disagree with you there. Oh, Justin, but I think you it's think that, it is a sacred cow. I would say, I would say it's not a sacred cow, <laughs> but I wouldn't be so quick to say that it's, that it is okay. or that it isn't right. because I think we need to have that discussion. Mm. Okay. That's All right. A fair conversation so you're now. saying it could be a sacred cow it right could, now. It could. I'm mm. not Sounds saying like it we is. need to continue to reevaluate this. We do. Okay. So we don't have, this the is the ugly conversation. This is great. Reality of Thank it, you though, for saying right? that. This it is the reality of team yeah. and, and of evaluating yeah. because yeah. we don't have the views that we did mm-hmm. at the beginning. Yeah. Same amount of people watching. Same amount of people watching. We probably have somewhere between 50 to 75 people, I would say, mm-hmm. combined mm-hmm. between YouTube and um, our Vimeo, Vimeo views. Yep. And we need to decide, is it still worth the resources that we're putting right. towards it? Yeah. Right. Now, th- I hear, I still hear from people. Oh, same here. They love them. Yeah. And the other part that I really like about it is it's really been an equipping arm for us. Because, which is so valuable. That's yeah. the value of our church. And right. can, you, can you unpack that and why it's an equipping arm? Okay. 
So we have pastors that do them, but we also have folks that are lay people Mm -hmm. that are contributors. And then we have um, other staff members that generally wouldn't be given a platform Mm -hmm. to speak publicly. And they do. And they get coached. They have opportunities to write a message. They they get to learn on how to present on video. Mm -hmm. And that's really powerful. Yeah. Yeah, and we really found some gems. Yes. We did. Yeah. We, we did. have. We really have. So I, I think that's still mm. a discussion that we need to have. No, yeah. that's fair. That's good. Well, this is about the good, bad, and ugly. And the uh, so, of it all. yeah, sometimes yeah. it's just we're going to come up and it's no longer working. Yeah. That's the point of evaluating. I love that. Yeah. Um, okay. No, that's really, really good. And I, I think that, uh, again, we're continuing to ask the question what's successfully meeting the need? Because if you don't know what's successful right now, you could easily lose it. Boy, that's a good yes. That's really important. Yeah. So, we've operated off of that rule for quite a while, numbers of years. As long as I can remember. It is really guided as long as I can remember. It's a great question to keep asking. Um, I think again, uh, if you have questions, you just got to ask them. Now I'll say from a senior lead, I don't get frustrated about those questions, but I will say that I've never actually been on a staff that when I asked those questions, when I was a staff pastor, that they had the same attitude that I did. Yeah. And honestly, I can't figure out why. I don't know why a senior leader wouldn't want to be asked the questions by their staff team, Mm. because if you don't know the answer, I really, really want you to. I want you to have clarity. Mm -hmm. I want you to understand what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you ask those questions, it changes my mind to say, you know what? I really can't defend that very well. Maybe we shouldn't actually be doing it this way. That's a great process for me. I've literally experienced that with you. Yeah. Where I've asked I you the too. question and you have shifted mm-hmm. and I've gone, well, I didn't expect that. Mm. I was just seeking clarity, yeah. not necessarily to push back on the the thought process of the policy. I just wanted yeah. to understand the why so yeah. that when I tried to explain the why to somebody else, I could You'd have it. I could justify it or I yeah. could explain it clearly from your heart. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's the big difference is that you are well, you're still teachable in that. It's not my way or the highway, mm-hmm. but there are some things that are absolutely, yeah. we need you to set the pace for us. Yeah. Like when it comes to how fast we can make changes through the mm-hmm. pandemic, I was yeah. always looking to you for that answer Yeah, because mm-hmm. I wanted to go way faster than we wanted to. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, why, why, why are we not going faster? Right. So I just had to keep leaning. Okay. You're setting the pace here when it comes to this piece for yeah. us. And I just had to trust that, and, and I, I did, I chose to trust that you had God's heart and mind and that you, this was the best situation for us. Yeah. Even though I, there are moments where I'm like, it's this good. is taking way too long. Mm-hmm. At least that was my personal feeling yeah. about it all, but right. I'm also an extrovert longing to be in a group of people. Yeah. So everything took way too long in the pandemic. Yeah. And especially getting together. Oh, you're absolutely. specifically talking absolutely. about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's right. Uh, and and that is, it's clarity. Yeah. It, it became clear I had to make a decision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's good. And that's you another did. One. Yeah, and, and you, I did. I will say there were times it was ugly when I didn't make it quick enough. <laughs> but at the same time, uh, we were all just operating out of confusion. And I, was, I wasn't clear about what the decision was. Right. So that was one of my learned uh, processes in this, which I know we've talked about on an earlier episode. But... It is important if we're in a position now, uh, 
even today, we need to recognize, especially today, if we're the ones who have to make the decision, then let's make the decision. Yeah. And let people then have clarity so they can decide what they're going to do and how they're going to handle it and how they can communicate it. So uh, really, really important pieces there. So, um, but again, coming back to evaluating resources, we're doing that right now, right? Mm -hmm. Our resources are a little different now than they are today or are they than they were, say, a year ago. And uh, we're doing in a we're in a better place. I know last fall mm-hmm. we sat and we said, "Hey, we're going to uh, we're going to need to do a campaign mm-hmm. because we evaluated the situation and we realized our finances are dwindling, and we're going to have to start letting staff go mm. unless we do something different." And so that's when we said a campaign is out there. But you know what? That evaluating process was helpful, and I brought everybody in on it. And we together had some discussions and we arrived there together. Now, I knew we were going to have to go there ahead of time, but I also knew I needed to share this with you guys. Mm -hmm. You needed to see from my perspective because I knew what the ask was. It was a lot. Staff, all of us, we were heavily involved in that campaign, Mm -hmm. but it paid off. It did. Mm -hmm. It did. But if we hadn't done that, if we hadn't evaluated and then made decisions, chose a path and walked in it then uh, we'd be in a very different situation today. And we'd have fewer people on our team mm. because of it. So I'm really grateful we did it. But that, that's what that evaluation process, getting to clarity, really helps us with. So, um, and now we're a little bit, we're six months into that campaign. Has everything been perfect? No. No, it hasn't. No. And we're still working with our people. We're finding the pace we can move at financially. But we're definitely making progress. And so we just keep going back and reevaluating. So that's how this process really works. And again, we're all always trying to ask, where are we? And I think that'd be the question for us. Where are we at in this journey? Mm -hmm. And as we've gone through the pandemic, uh, we're now, I would say, on the other side of the pandemic. I don't know what they'll eventually call this particular period of time right now, but I'm saying we're on the other side of this pandemic. (laughs) And now (laughs) now we have to say, how are we going to move forward? Pandemic. What are we going to do? Yeah, pandemic recovery. I don't know. I'm just making up stuff. Post-pandemic, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. So, um, yeah. Well, you know what's interesting about this season now is what do we take and what do we leave behind? It's like the idea Mm -hmm. of the the Daily Devos and having this regular conversation. What what are things that we leave behind in this process? Yeah. Like, what are things that we no longer want to do or need to do? So, Heights Kids Show went away. Yeah. Uh, Daily Devos, it's questionable whether we're going to continue to do them or not. yeah, it wasn't until his podcast, but at this point, <laughs> we're reevaluating. Yeah, that's okay. In real time, it's happening. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, those are those are just valid questions that you wrestle with in the yeah. midst of this stuff. Is right. Know, what 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 do you leave? Yeah. And then like even even we were just having this conversation this morning. Is we are still not serving coffee. Oh, so true. And so like we have things we still have yet to bring back and even ask the question because there was a season where we were asking the question, well, do we even want to bring coffee back as a thing? Is this going to be something we're going to offer to our people? And the answer was no in that moment. In that moment, right. And now we're going, well, maybe we should. Yes, we should. Yes, we can. Yes, let's do this. And so we're moving that direction again. There was a... For most of the last two and a half years, most people didn't want it. Right. If we touched it, 
right. we don't want anything to do with it. Exactly. Now we're realizing, okay, we, we're going to bring it back, but we haven't brought it back because finances. Right. We haven't had the volunteers. Right. Hey, we're recovering like everybody else, but now we do have <laughs> volunteers and we're finding the finances because we know that that community is important and mm -hmm. we want to create that when we gather. Mm -hmm. So it's become important to us now. So we're finding resources to put towards coffee, yeah. even creating spaces in our lobbies and common areas so that we can have more time together yeah. because now people want to do that. Remember for most of the last uh, even year and a half as we've met, people didn't want to even stay here. No. no, They wanted to come attend service and then leave. As fast they didn't as want possible. to hang around. Yeah. And so now they do, they want to hang around. We can't get them to leave. So, which is a great, it's thing. a great problem. We love that. We love that. Yeah. It's not a problem. Okay. So um, I think as we're wrapping this one up, one of the things that uh, this really helps set up is really the next few episodes of our podcast. Mm. We're going to be talking about an amazing tool that we use. Yeah. It's not original to us. I actually got it from Patrick Lencioni's book, The Advantage. It's an amazing tool called The Game Plan. And so we want to unpack The Game Plan and how it helped us over the last couple of years, but how it's helping us now mm -hmm. as we move forward. Fortunately, it was already in place. We were using it way before the pandemic came, mm -hmm. but it's been an amazing tool. And uh, really, how would, how would you guys describe the game plan? The game plan is it's a document. It's mm -hmm. a two-page document, mm -hmm. and it tells you what our mission is, what our vision, our vision is, mm -hmm. and how we're going to get there, mm -hmm. and what's most important right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then it also has a great section about how we're going to treat each other and yeah. how we're going to interact with yeah. each other and yeah. what we value. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's just useful in all areas of ministry. Yeah. Now, I know that there's people listening to this and saying, "Oh, that doesn't sound like a big deal." Mm -mm. It is. It's huge. It's huge. It it, it 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 simplifies the the choices in front of you. Mm. It does. That's because good. if it violates really the game plan, mm -hmm. it's a no. Yeah, because we're all accountable to it. Right. So I can simply look at the game plan and go, does this fit under the mission of our church, mm -hmm. our vision, our heart, our the way we behave? Yeah. And answer the question, yes or no. Yeah. And if it's a no, well, that's a done. I don't yeah. need to worry about it. It's 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 a no. It's a no. It's a no. Mm -hmm. uh, if it does, then it's a different conversation. Then it's a let's get clarity. Does this fit our vision? Is this a part of something we want to do? Does this lean in? And then ask those questions and yeah. evaluate the process. Mm -hmm. But right. it for me keeps the main thing the main thing. It yeah. keeps us on mission, keeps Jesus at the forefront, and it helps me to just navigate this ministry. I love that. Yeah. Love it's just that. the simple truth of it. So it, it, I'm looking forward to those are going to be great episodes. Yeah. Cause it's good stuff, man. Well, thank you too for joining me. And I think that as we're wrapping up, I think the challenge that I would just have for any leader, whether it's a senior leader or staff person is just that idea of asking the question, do we know where we're at? Mm. I yes. need to have clarity about where we're at, what leg of the journey. Yeah. Am I going up this mountain? Am I coming down this mountain? Mm. Is it lunchtime? Who's what are, where are we? Yeah. And, then, and then getting the right people in the room to get to that clarity yeah. and then to be able to disseminate it, communicate it into the right people's hands. And this starts with our staff, but it certainly goes all the way to our people. Mm. Yes. Absolutely. They know it as well. So uh, really, really critically important to have this process, but don't do it alone. Mm. 
right? We yep. need to do as a team. As Absolutely. a team. That's the beauty of it. So, uh, so, so good. One of the greatest ways to galvanize us together as a team is when we start preparing the game plan every few months for the next season that we're about to enter. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for having a real conversation about leading people, organization, and change here in real time. And we'll see you next time. Thank you.